Hey, good morning, fuckers. It's another day at the Daily VM, and we have a full house of hoes in the house, starting with the number one hoe, Eric. What's up, baby? That's a full load today. Hope you can swallow it. <laughs> and I have Mikey in the house. Hello. And then we have the head madam over from the hoe house, or better known as the whorehouse. Shay, what's up? What up, bitches? And the... Slop tart is. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> the slop right. tart. Her compa- Her co-host is in the yes. house. I, I, I. Before we even get started, you have to let our listeners know how the fuck you got the name Back Slop Tart. Um, I think it's just because my brain is crazy. But a meme popped up one day when we were recording the show, and um, it was just a sloppy pop tart, and um, I it just kind of stuck. Just stuck. Okay. A sloppy pop tart. All right. Well, okay. Not well, really too much into that. We weren't very creative, but it works and it stuck. Well, Brad, she- at least you got her nickname right the first time. I yeah! I, I was I was calling her Pop Tart, Slop uh, Knob, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, you cool. fuck everybody's name up, Eric. That's yeah, like your MO. Just- <laughs> Surprised yeah, I said mean, my she, name right. She kind of embodies a sloppy pop tart. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, all right. So it's I'm going to jump right into hot. today's episode. It might be some trigger <laughs> topics today, but you know, fuck it. So we could talk for a little while on this, but um, I want to talk about intimacy on this show. Okay, so why it's important for a man you know, as far as intimacy, and so the, the ladies can listen in on this one and you know, chime in when they feel need. But Mike, uh, do you feel like I- intimacy is like not? Do you feel the need for intimacy as a male? No, fuck I, it. So you don't at all. No. Why? You're lying. Because he's lying. He's lying because he's pissed off this morning. Bi- but anyway, bitch, it's a bitch ass emotion. Just it's a bitch ass yeah. emotion. All I'm right. Just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, of course, everybody needs a feeling of intimacy. What kind of stupid-ass question is that? (laughs) 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 And with that, Mike can drive the car. I'm done. I can see where this is going. Unless unless you're a complete fucking sociopath, you know, or psychotic, of course you want intimacy. Who doesn't want to feel close to somebody? That's that was my that's my whole opinion on it. Oh, oh, that was it. <laughs> uh, uh, up, up next. Uh, moving on. Yes, I cry myself. I cry myself to sleep every night because you know I just didn't feel any love from my dad. Are you on your period? What is what is wrong today? with you? <laughs> I literally spent like an hour and a half this morning, like just fighting off a a crazed maniac on the phone. Oh, that sounds like what Shay and I do every damn day. So yeah. Suck it up. God, damn, I, I, do it every, I do it every day. It's just literally like it's just dealing with someone like well, that's manic depressant and with extreme paranoia. Yeah. So throw, it's like, with extreme throw pills, paranoia. Throw the pills in their mouth every time they start oh, talking. Oh, shit. Well, they're like 800 miles away, so that's a little hard. Oh, well, damn. But anyways, well, Brad, now, I mean, do I want Brad's topic? Yes, I, I do feel like everybody needs intimacy at some point. I think anybody that doesn't delusional unless you're like a narcissist or sociopath and i don't think i don't think those people need it but yeah i think people want intimacy do yeah i mean you do end up dealing with narcissists and sociopaths sometimes though and and they they can fuck up your your chi yeah, well, they can fuck up how you you try to deal with intimacy in your mm-hmm. in your relationships, and and it can make it where you you don't you don't give it to somebody else the way they need it. Um, so sometimes you can run into people who who have experienced people like that in their past, and it affects how they give intimacy to the next person, not on purpose maybe, but they have to relearn how to be in a in a peaceful environment. Um, and also to be vulnerable because yeah. intimacy is vulnerable, and once you've been with a narcissistic person, um, it's hard to open up and let somebody else in. Yeah. So it, it does sometimes uh, hurt you when you run into those kind of people in the world um, when you're trying to be with somebody else that actually wants that, that kind of thing. When it comes to intimacy, I like to think of two things. 
Anal and food. <laughs> yeah, see, I thought when you said intimacy, I thought you said intimates, and I was like, ooh, some chocolate-covered donuts sound amazing right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I like I the guess, old quote, like, feed me, fuck me, leave me the fuck alone. Like, that's, that's pretty much perfect life. Why me 69 me, right? I don't like 69. Too much fucking work. Oh, it's not, man. It's like, we've been times. Word. Yeah, I, Get your lazy that. ass up there. You no, know, <laughs> sit back and enjoy. Take turns. Fucking Take turns. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You one of you goes first, then one of you goes second. And it's like then you relax. It's like, why do we have to do everything and why does everything have to be time management skills? <laughs> Let's see how fast we can get this shit done. Let's do it all at once. I am I am it's on like, that let's, page. It's like, it's like, let's go ass to mouth without wiping off. Like, why? Like, it takes an extra second. Just kidding. <laughs> it's like going to the DMV. Hurry up and wait. <laughs> yeah. You know, wait your turn. Some music. Uh, I, I, will answer, I, I will answer your question, Brad. I think, I think it's in, incredibly important. <laughs> and I think it's, it's important to everyone not i i think it's important to men i think it's important to women i think it's important to everyone so would you think that women have become more narcissistic over the years versus men yes in today's current in today's current uh climate so to speak with women and social media and online dating only fans etc some of them i think some of them the younger the younger ones uh the younger generation, I think, to an extent, um, because it's it's pretty brutal out in the dating world. Um, from what I can, you know, from what I can gather, the way it's it's the way it's done these days. You know, um, talking to my talking to my daughters, and um, you know, online dating is is pretty much like the normal way to do things. You know, I don't know. Um, and it just seems like it, it makes things a little more callous, a little less, it's, it's a little easier to just, you know, like I had a conversation with my daughter the other day, um, uh, and she had, she had dated, uh, gone on a date with a guy. He ghosted her. They both seemed to like each other. They were in a bar together, stood shoulder to shoulder ordering a drink and neither one of them said a word to each other. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, it just seems like the, the landscape is so much different that, um, yeah, I think, I think females are, are just getting a little bit more callous the younger they are. And as they, as they come up, um, and I, I don't know, I, some of it I think is a little bit of a survival technique um well where are they surviving from i mean the world man just everything that's out there i mean point a specific thing out um, i pointed out i pointed out on prior episodes that you know i I, and this is just uh, purely my opinion on it is that men you know dominated for so long in that in against women in that in that sense from the 50s on up it was always the man being the breadwinner as it should man, be as in the man you know uh coming home the wife being the caretaker you know taking care of her man and that 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 demographic has changed i mean now you got women in power you got women making their own money uh and so voting I, oh, wow so you know the thing is it's like I, I, I've seen where women have become more narcissistic myself over the last probably 10 years, like big time. And that's why I was asking everybody, you know, do, do you feel like intimacy has gone away because of that? Well, to talk to Shay's point, the problem is, is you sit here and you talk to somebody online for hours mm-hmm. and hours before you meet in person. So when you finally meet the person, there's not a lot left to talk about. So it's either you have a physical attraction in person, which is hard to do over technology because you can be like, hey, this is kind of cool, the vibe. But when you get in the room with somebody, the pheromones might be off. You know, there's some might be something that, hey, we really click digitally, but then you're in a physical environment and it's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? no, 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 Mike. Absolutely. I went on a date before I, I, I actually went and did some online dating. I was on like the dating websites and all that stuff uh, after my divorce. And I, honestly, I grinder. went on a date and I, no, it wasn't grinder. I went on a date with this girl. She was a yoga instructor in Orlando. Christian Mingle. 
Yes, it was Christian Mingle actually. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh, only only seen oh, only seniors. It was oh, it was only men. You got to get it right. <laughs> no, that, that was that was for your hair. That was for your hair only for men. That was for your hair. Oh, that's right. Sorry. That's, oh, oh, that's only men. Right. What is such that? A, I'm such that's a hair dick. club for men. Yeah, hair club well, for men. I know you're a dick. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I just ignore you when you're in dick mode. But anyway, um, anyway so Brad was dating online. I went on an online date. I went with this girl out to dinner in Winter Park, and she was a yoga instructor. And we talked a lot, and this is just to solidify what Mike was saying. We talked a lot, you know, on digital. But the minute we got in person, it was like, now what? I had the same thing happen to me, Brad. I mean, like, I, I really clicked with, with someone. Our, all our music tastes were the same. Um, mm-hmm. You know, really, really easy to talk to online than on, and get in person. And it was just crickets. Like, it was... It was, there was nothing. I mean, just nothing. And, and the same, the same person who was so eloquent on behind a keyboard couldn't, couldn't have a conversation with me in person. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it just fell flat, like flat. Now, do you think uh, that was because you ran out of things to talk about because you already talked about everything online? No, no. I think honestly, in that situation, I think the person just was, was very, very, uh, different in person than online. And that's the problem. That's the problem with social media. You can be anybody you want. Mm-hmm. Anybody. And who's going to fact check that? Oh. Uh, Mike will. Goddamn right, I will. I will, check, I will fact check the shit out of that. That bitch ain't six one. They're six foot. Lying motherfucker. I do too. I mean, I would check it out too, but people can be anything they want. So when you meet in person, it's like, okay, well, where's that bubbly, crazy person that I was vibing with online, you know? You know what? I'll tell you what part of the problem is, is when you're talking to somebody on electronics, it almost doesn't feel real. Yes. Like I know both that everyone here is a real person and that you exist, but you're – I'm talking through a digital device, so you're not in the room. So yeah. it's we should be. It's different, you know. It's like a different vibe, a different feeling, and stuff like that. So I think that's the problem. I mean, I, I think that's. It's like, I feel like all the dating apps is kind of like DoorDash. Like you're literally just swiping through a menu and picking whatever sounds good, and then, yeah. Yeah. and it's not you don't build that like, you know, in presence. Like you don't have the you don't you you basically are meeting when all the other stuff is laid out. So I, it's, I agree. Well, I, I, th- I think uh, Brad is part right. I didn't mean to interrupt mm-hmm. you, Eric. Um, no, Brad is, Brad is part right. Um, and, <laughs> and my, Mike and I are part right. I think it all combines together. The whole, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, women having, uh, there's nothing wrong with women being like, I am sick of, of the, of the patriarchy. I am sick of the way this is, we have always been treated. I we're you know, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that. There's some things that are great about having a man in your life or a significant other in your life, whoever it is, you know, that you're choosing. But there are some things that have been really shitty about the way women have been treated, you know, the inequality and all of that. And, and, that's just a fact. Like, it's but like just what? A fact. Okay, so like, can can I ask um, a question on that? Like, yeah. specifically how? Specifically how? I mean, yes. This this the same jobs for less pay. The same. Okay, so you know, I, I mean, the, because the, so here you want to hear my viewpoint on it, and it's sure. going to be wildly unpopular. The problem is, is somewhere along the line, someone told women that they have to be men. And that now yes, they're telling yes. men, now they're telling men that we have to be women. And what I mean by that is if you look historically, m- most households, the woman ran the roost. She may not have gone out and got the job, but like in my household growing up, my dad was like a 23-year military veteran, did a tour in Korea, did two tours in Vietnam. But my mom 100% ruled the roost. Like, like he did everything he could to make her happy, to keep her safe. Like if she needed something, he would do it. Yeah, there's the there are the exceptions where the husband comes home and abuses the wife and beats the wife and you know that type of stuff. I'm not saying that didn't exist, but it wasn't until as society we said, hey, listen, being a good mother and staying home and taking care of the kids and doing that as your focus, that's wrong. 
Like if you oh, do that, good enough. Yeah. if you do that, it's not good enough. You need to have a six figure income. You need to go out there and work 80 hours a week and you need to do this and that. And what has happened is now you have girls like the new Snow White movie coming out that think it's horrible that, you know, Snow White wanted to find true love and find her Prince Charming and Prince Charming was going to take care of that. And yes, it's her kingdom. They rule together as king and queen. I mean, look at the queen of England. Look at her long reign that she was there. One of the most influential. She lived through all of that and ran ruled the country. She did now, but seriously, look, Queen Elizabeth, uh, uh, Catherine, Catherine the Great. Throughout time, you had strong women running it, Joan of Arc. I mean, like, you've got all these women. It's just that all of a sudden we said, you know, now in order to be a, a whole, live, whole realized person, women now have to work in the men workforce with men. You know, a lot of the wage discrepancy was training life, you know, a long time. And, and I'm not talking about after World War II. When businesses were like, well, I can pay women 60 cents on the dollar and it's not fair. It's because they would take the job because women didn't know no better. And they felt like they had to go to work because their man was off the war. And then all of a sudden now it's like, you know, if you say you want to be a housewife, you know, and take care of the kids, that's a taboo. That's like, oh, shit. Wait, you don't have a job? Like, that's what do you do all day? You're lazy? Like, what do you, you know? It's like, I just hate that that's what we've come to. Now, like, it's, you know, like my daughter has to be driven to have a super successful career, and she's not even focused on, like, continuing the species, so to speak, and passing on the values and stuff like that to her kids. So I think that's where we're having a huge disconnect. And I think that's where most of the social problems are coming in because now the guys don't have roles, like, especially like in the black community, you know, the man doesn't. He, he leaves a lot of – they have a lot of problems in the community with the father not being present. But why? Why be present? You know, the, the, the woman's taking care of all the stuff. She's working, feeding the kids, doing everything. Why don't you just bounce? We're not needed. We're just here for reproduction purposes at this point. All I wanted That's my to, thought process. All, all I wanted to do was get my point across saying, you know, meeting women and stuff, going back to that. I just bounce from podcast to podcast, and that's how I'm starting to meet women. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, I feel like it's a narrative that we've been sold, and I don't know how much of it is 100 percent true. I mean, I know there's bad pictures in there, but I know there's bad apples, but it seems like we had a pretty good run at society up until the last 80 years, you know, and now it's like we're in this great turmoil. Yeah, it seems, like, years. Like, it seems I, I, like every race is taking a step backwards in time. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. I'm not entirely sure that's because of the I, I agree with you, Mike. I yeah. And I we've had this discussion before. I don't think anyone who I think the point is for previously women had had that role but that was the only role that they had. Um, and so what about the women who didn't want to do that? What about the women who they were there, but they, and they were doing that and they were a, a mom and a wife, but that wasn't their dream. That wasn't was, what they wanted to do with their whole life. Like they were um, they're still trailblazers. Look at like, you know, Amelia Earhart. Oh, okay, but look, I mean, was, you know what I mean. Like, there's the, still the there's, reason ever the reason she's a trailblazer and everybody knows about her is because she did she did something that nobody else was really doing at the time, and uh, you know, the point. She is, was the first woman to, to to fly what across the Pacific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, she she's a trailblazer. She did something incredible. That's that's the point. Um, if, if a woman wanted to do something that, that was out of the norm, that was, that was spectacular or that wasn't the wife mom role that really wasn't, wasn't applauded or, you know, it it wasn't great. Um, That was, it was, yeah, it was, it was world renowned. I mean, yeah, there was people that were naysayers and stuff like that, but you're always going to have that. and plus, you got Rosie the Riveter. You're talking about 80 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And she's still on a. F- dude. She's, she's, still, still, she's still on a dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, oh, yeah, she's about, yeah, she's, I mean, she's still on. 
You got. I have one right here. I have Rosie the Riveter right here. Yeah. Says we can do it. Like uh, the point is, those but that women was that were was inspiring that can... to other women, and you know, the the point is not. I agree with you that it, it's wrong to tell women who want to be a wife and a mother and stay at home, and they want that life, and they that they want exactly what you're talking about to be, you know, taken care of and to make they to be made feel safe. My words messing up. There's nothing wrong with that. That that is nobody should tell them that they aren't enough or that they're not doing enough or anything like that. But to the people who want to to be the president of a corporation and they want to be paid the same amount to be good at being a president of a corporation as the guy does that's getting paid that amount. Um, there shouldn't be an inequality. Where there's not, there's not like, that's the problem. It's, that's a myth. And I'm going to defend that because there, there's not one case in point where you take two people that have equal skills and their pay is not, their pay is not consistent. You know, a a great, it's not because like one of these, hold on, sorry, real quick, like the women's WNBA women's basketball, they're all asking for comparable pay. Because the men get paid you know, so much. They can't have that. They can't have that. Why? In the, they play the same they sport. They, they put just as much effort in. But I, I agree with uh, you. But See, they don't you, sell out. They, they, don't, they, don't they don't have the ticket sales to get paid exactly. the same as a, as a male athlete. Um, exactly. They, so, and then so the problem is, is it all comes down to it's very simple. It's capitalism and economics. It all comes down to who's willing to do the job for what. Because in capitalism – Whoever's going to pay the whoever gets paid the least is probably going to get the job. Whoever's willing to take the less least amount. I was going to say so it comes I up to opportunity. Talk, and there, I want to talk yeah. about Amy Wom, Wombach, the so, U.S. soccer player, fantastic Olympian. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said a, a billion times, "Like I do the same sport as the men, but yet I get paid X amount less." It's like okay, sure, that's okay. Go play with the men and see how well you do. You're gonna your fucking well, that's it doesn't, that doesn't that, matter. That's neither here there. Uh, that doesn't matter. Mo- it's it's how much revenue is generated by men's soccer versus women's soccer. That's it exactly all boils down to, to proportional. Like women's NBA, if you actually do the math, they get paid a hundred times more than the men. One hundred times on a percentage because of the number of revenue that the WNBA brings in versus what. NBA brings in versus what the players are paid. Women get the women get paid a hundred times more. And it's like that across most industries for what the workload is. Now, a lot of the times you have a discrepancy because, you know, women weren't in the workforce as long as they stopped to take, you know, start a family, which they should do. But when they come back in and you put two people apple apple and you got a guy that's had 20 years of experience in the field and he's got this potential to get these jobs and a woman has less experience, they shouldn't get paid equal. Across the board. And the same thing for men. Like if there's a woman that's a better neurosurgeon, she should get paid more because she's a better skill because it all comes down to what you're willing to take. And that's why absolutely that's why we have problems with and it's not just men and women. It's countries. Why do you think we export all this stuff to like Mexico, Taiwan? It's because the people there will work for less. Bottom line, you know, American workers are like, I want to get paid more. Because cost of living is higher, and the company's like, I'll just outsource to Mexico because the person in Mexico is willing to take less. And as a consumer, we want to pay less. So that's – I think it's this, this story that girls have been fed that it's a patriarch. You're being oppressed. You know, you need to break away from being a housewife and being – you know, doing the things that you know are like biologically imperative for the survival of the species. But you, all, you also have to job, and you have to have all these things and balance everything, and I think that – is okay. That's not okay. Like, I don't think my dad, like never told my mom that she couldn't get a job. It was just assumed because we need, she needed somebody to raise me. But like I said, she ruled the roost. I don't know. Like, I, I just right. think it's a, a bullshit line that we've been, we're getting sold. Cause it's 2023. We've been fighting for women's rights since 1960. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Actually that you- before that, yeah, and I'm not really sure that you understand because I'm looking at a blog from the U.S. Department of Labor written mm-hmm. in March of March 1st, 2023. On average, I'm sorry, March 14th is equal pay day, equal pay day. Here are five fast facts about the gender wage gap. Mm-hmm. On average, men are paid $1,219 per week and women 1000 
$2. Earnings increase with education. Um, with less than a high school diploma, men receive $745 a week and women $594. Um, with an advanced degree, men are paid $1,998 and women $1,546. And the stats say five points. Um, overall, women are not paid as much as men, even when working full time and year round. On average, women working full time year round are paid 83.7% of what men are paid. This inequity is even greater for black and Hispanic women. Causes women's labor is undervalued. Most of the disparity in women and men's pay cannot be explained by measurable differences between them. Um, exactly. Education is not enough to eliminate the gender wage gap. Um, but I think that's what so, he's saying. So that's my point. The that's gender my gender wage cap does not resolve itself. Occupations. That's that's my case in point. You, you, you just you just backed my case. My whole point. The point is, is that the reason the women are getting paid less is because they're accepting the job for paying less because they're not holding out and negotiating. That's the problem. That that's that. At the end of the day, that's the problem. Because have you ever been forced to take a job? Have you ever been sat down and said, "Listen, you are going to do this job for eighty cents on the dollar, and if you don't, you're dead." No, I don't think so. I really don't. You've accepted the position because you felt that that was adequate wage. And then what happens is you find out that the guy next door was making more. So now it's time to get pissed off. Well, let me, there's let a good me, case. There's a real good case study on this. I mean, um, uh, I'll have to get the facts for you, but basically what happened was is they went, there was a labor strike where the women came to the men. This is in the early, um, 1900s. Cause it was the beginning of the, uh, the labor fights and literally what they did was instead of raising the women's wages, they dropped the men's wages. They said, hey, you know, well, you're right. You know, there is an inequality. So instead of paying 10 shillings, we're going to pay eight shillings to everyone because there's a two selling different. They all went on strike because they're like, no, that's not fair. What do you mean? It's equality. Everybody gets paid less. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, good point, Mike. Brad, but the men were, were like, hell no, I'm not getting paid less. We're striking too now with the women. And eventually, you know, they ended up what they ended up doing is. They ended up laying off half of the workforce and raising the rates to bring everybody into equality, and everybody just did double the work, which is what's going on right now in the industry. Everybody got fifteen dollars an hour, but now instead of having three baggers, you got one. So I just think uh, I, I just feel they like they don't do double the work. They 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 made us do the work and gave us self checkout. That that too, because then you know then we had the whole. That's how they're fighting the whole equality situation. In addition, because like the businesses are getting smarter, they're like we could put a robot in the place and make the people do it. And like in my opinion, I actually prefer self-checkout because it's faster, it's more accurate, it's more convenient. It's I don't have to talk to somebody. I don't have to have somebody mess my order up. I don't have somebody bag my bag my stuff the wrong way. You know, put my bread in and then put my can of tomato sauce on top of the bread, <laughs> which I've had cab count countless times. So I don't know. Like I, I just think it's a narrative that we're being told that you're. It's the same thing that's happening to, to, to the the blacks of this world. You're a victim. You're held down. You're not worth it. That's the narrative. We're here to help you. We have to give you handouts as opposed to just standing up and saying, hey, this isn't right. Like demand more money. And if you're worth it, you'll get paid it. But the problem is, is you're, you're not they're not living up to it. But I also believe that you also have cases, uh, cases. I don't know how big or small it is, but I honestly believe that there's still that where when a woman comes in. You know what I mean? She gets less than a guy that was just there making more. I still believe that that happens with men in higher power. Of course, because we they don't respect women the same way. It happens with everybody. And That's it happens saying. more with women because women allow it to happen to themselves. And I hate to say that, but there's no way you can regulate that. You can't put a, you can't, unless you want to live in a yeah, social, you, you unless you want to live in a, every time we do a minimum wage, all that happens is inflation and everything costs more. You can see it now. We went to fifteen dollars an hour, but look how much a Big Mac costs. And when I was growing up, I made like four twenty five an hour, and Big Macs were two for two dollars. Yep. So I could literally every hour I could buy four Big Macs. <laughs> now you can, right. now you can buy two Big Macs if you're making fifteen bucks an hour. It's I, I worked at McDonald's too, yeah. and um, you know, but also yeah. back then you got it was what was it. Minimum wage was four something an hour. Four twenty five an hour. Raises. Yes. Yeah, in ten cent. Five in, five in cent increments. increments. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, 
I think I think I got free food. <laughs> I didn't work. No, I didn't work at McDonald's. I, I worked. At, I worked at Cash and Carry, but I could go to McDonald's on my lunch break, and I could get yeah. two two Big Macs for two dollars. They were a dollar each. Buy one get one. Oh no, they were insanely insanely. You know, and now everything was insanely differently. Cheap I, we went to then, Pop. We but, went to we went to Popeyes yesterday, and a meal was seventeen dollars. My meal was seventeen dollars yep. at Popeyes, was which means if you're behind the counter and you take your lunch break and you eat at the restaurant, you've basically lost two dollars an hour. I mean, you lost you lost two dollars for that one hour. Whereas before, you could buy, you know, two or three meals. So I just don't think that works. Like I don't think I don't think that you you can't regulate that. Like I think that's the free market, and I think women have to stand up. Like I don't know what happened to all the feminists with this whole transgender thing either. Like you're fighting for all these rights for equality, and now men are winning everything because they're saying I'm a woman. You know, like and everybody's like, oh yay, we're celebrating you, like woman of the year. You know, yeah, I, I, you know what yeah. though that, that that's, that's a different story for another show. Yeah, no, uh, we got to wrap all this part up. Of bigger thing. Jesus, Eric's kicking us off. Honestly, we can we can roll this a little bit longer if everybody's good because I I, I think that that was that was going to be my next. Well, lead I want to I want to I want to stop talking. And let everybody else start talking. Because I kind of gave my so speech. The, the thing, all, all, so all the of a sudden, thing, hold on, Shay, Shay, hold on one second. All of a sudden, when I try to wrap up the show. On the dick. <laughs> no, well, just, you know, on this occasion we have two extra guests in here, so everybody needs to get their opinion, you know, and get and give their statement too, as well to the subject. So before we move on, no, I, mean, I yeah, love, like, I love it, but I'm I just saying, heard, like, yeah, I know, dude, I know. I I always call you out. I'm like, hey man, we're okay, we're running over. Let's go, you know. But yeah, um, like we need to get Eric's yeah, I mean, opinion, and which is just like dick, dicks and pussies. <laughs> Six, <laughs> 69, 69 all the time. You that know, fixes everything, lazy, bitch. <laughs> you guys, Amy, what was what, what's your thought after listening to Mike and you know um, what, what what's your thought on it? So being a woman, born right. a woman, right? <laughs> still a woman. Prove it. Um, Prove I, it. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm not turning the lights on. Thank you. But I I do believe that we we've been put into this position. Um, I think over the years that. Um, Men, and this is from my experience, men have gotten to where they're like, fuck it. If the woman's going to deal with it, let her fucking deal with it. You know, men don't step up anymore. So I think as a woman, we're forced into position. Well, hold on. What do you mean they don't step up? I want to clear clear that up for me. What do you mean they don't step up? I mean, like step up, like want to take care of their family, um, you know, want to work as hard as men. You know, men in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, you know, they wanted to work for their family. They they were there. They wanted a family. They wanted to provide. And now, you know, men are like, oh, you know, well, shit, she can work. She can make money, well, and I can spend all my money on myself. Oh, well, well, let me, let me interject on that. Hold on, Mike, 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 hold on. So let me ask you something. So that's the whole point, what he was just saying. It was sold on it because I was saying that women have become more narcissistic over the time, for, over the last, you know, five, six, ten decades, whatever. Um, do you feel like men are just like, fuck it, I don't care because – I'm not getting the intimacy at home or I'm not getting this. I'm getting, I'm getting uh, kicked back from the woman. I mean, do you think that might play a role in it? I do. I, I, kind of. I mean, I'm kind well, of I mean, either do or you don't. I mean, there's no kind of, I, I do I'm, I'm in the middle because some men really stand up. It's not every single person and it's not every single woman, but the Correct. majority. Yes, I do feel that. I do feel that um, we have come into this time where, you know, we don't need men. We don't need anybody because we ah, can't do it on our own. Uh-huh. And men feel like that, too. Men are like, fuck it. I'm not going to deal with some bitchy woman on my back. And the women are like that, too, because I don't want to listen to a man bitch when I can pay all my own shit. I can finance my own house, finance my own car. Let me ask you something on all, on all, for argument's sake. But do you expect the man to pick up the tab when you're going to a restaurant? Absolutely not. Absolutely so you mean not. so if you go out on a first date and, I, and let's just say hypothetically speaking, I went on a first date with you and I said, and I looked at you and looked at the check, you would reach over and grab that check and pay it. I would have already grabbed it. You wouldn't have had to look at me. I would have already been like, my dream. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. I would like to take a poll on that because I probably would say eighty percent, and I could be way off here when I'm saying this going on here. Would look at you like, or look at a guy like they're the asshole. No, like, I, I, no or, or a cheap no, bastard. I do not. No, I do not. I, and my thing is, you work for your money. I work for my money. It doesn't really matter to me 
who, you know, like, let me treat you. And that, and I like that. I like, and, and another thing about being in the workforce is I like to buy my man presents and I like to have my, my own money. Yes, which I think is awesome. But I'm just saying, well, I think once you get into a relationship, then that kind of changes because, because it is different. But when you're going on on a first date, second date, third date scenario, maybe by that third date, well, you so know, because I'm old school, I'm old school. I, I'm old because that's why I'm old school. But uh, I'm just saying I, when I go on a first date, I always would have picked. I always picked up the tab. Always. I never once let a woman pay for it. Now, about that third time I've taken them out, I would like to see a little effort on her part of going, hey, you know, let me offer to, you know, get something or do something or let me get this round of drinks when we're out. Because to me, that tells me about her. It's kind of like the movie uh, A Bronx Tale where he tells him, hey, if the bitch gets in the car and doesn't fucking unlock the door for you, get rid of her. She's fucking useless. Right. You know what I mean? And I I use that theory with men. See, I like I like a a manly man. So I want him to open the door. I want him to chivalry uh, pull out my. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm I'm like that, too. I'm you know, I but I just think some people we just in society you know we're forced to step up and do what we have to do so you know fuck it see again that society forced that so that you have to do that yeah and it wasn't it wasn't by choice it was it was sold to you under a i think a bill of goods because the problem that we had no choice and we needed the the problem the problem is now is like there's no there's no advantage for a man to get married at all ever it used to be like in my grandfather's day, it was like he would found he would take care of a woman and she would take care of him. She would provide the intimacy, the loving relationship, the food, the clean clothes, yep. the great home, the great kid raising. Now it's a partnership. It's a business agreement. Hey, listen, we're going to get together. We will have offspring. We're going to hire somebody to take care of our offspring. Or if we can't afford to hire somebody, we're going to hand them the YouTube and we're going to let the YouTube learn, let them learn all their stuff from YouTube. And then we're going to send them off to public school and we're going to let somebody else teach them so we can both focus on our own personal careers. And then when our little Bobby goes out and, you know, starts murdering people, you know, it's not our problem. We didn't raise him. It's society's problem because he got a shitty education in school and didn't learn how to be a good person. Right. And that's not stepping up and doing what you're supposed well, to do. Well, yeah, because we're all no. focused because everybody's focused on their own fucking careers and not focused on yes. the, like the human yes. race. And that's where we're at now. Exactly. I mean, if you, you know, going real quick back to the wage discrepancy, all of time, women have made more in modeling, you know, beauty pageants, things of that nature than men. Because sex sells more to men than to women. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it, so, yeah. Not this, not, no, not this day and age. The main the main reasons, though, that 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 a woman would be offered less for for these positions that we're talking about than a man is because of time commitment issues like they they would say, you know, a man has the the better ability to do all of this travel or or commit their originally. Yes. Originally. yes. Yeah. It's still that way. It is still that way because they're, you know, none of these things have, have changed. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna ask questions that have to do with, you know, um, you know, are you planning on having kids or, you know, they're not supposed to, but they're gonna, they're gonna factor that in mentally, especially if, if you're interviewing with a, with a man in charge. Yeah, but half, half the time you're like a lot of times now you're not interviewing with men. Not nearly as much. You're interviewing with like computers. Like my son just, my stepson just applied at Publix last night and the entire interview process was done by a computer with AI. Like he went through a whole litmus test of things. You have to record yourself. You have to record yourself and then it goes over their HR department and then they pick you from that, from all the statistics and stuff that you came out. So you're not even sitting in front of like, quote unquote, the man, but it comes down to negotiation because we deal with negotiation every day. And I tell you what, like you go in and it's a negotiation. Like they want to get you for the lowest amount possible. And then you have to negotiate up. And I think women, because they're more compassionate, they're more empathetic. They come they have a different emotional set. They're more, they, they, they reason, they reason things out in their mind. They're willing to accept less. And then they get upset and emotional about it when they found out that it's not equal pay, because they believe in a sense of fairness and justice more than men do, because we are raised to fight for what we need old school not new new age men new age men are basically sit back and wait like 
there's yeah. so many videos I see online where women get into fights and the men just sit around and watch. And they're like, oh, this is fun. Let's do this. Or a guy walks over and beats the shit out of a woman and everybody's just standing around going, well, she fucking deserved it. She was running her mouth. I mean, she was she was getting up in his face like a man. She is, she she can fight her own battles. Like, I don't need to go to her aid. Like, that's and that's where we are this day and age. Like, we've got the whole roles messed up. That's why now we're like, everything's backwards. Your, yeah, your gender's fluid. Of, there's a lot of, of, of turn your head uh, mentality in, in our society. And it's been there for a long time. And there's, there are a lot of people, uh, myself being one, I have had three jobs Mm -hmm. while my husband had none, um, in the past. Yeah. And there are a lot of people like me who have gotten to the point that we're at, but I am not a, I'm not, I'm, I'm a very intimate person and a very giving person. Um, and, and my, my relationship is, is great. Um, I mean, it's not perfect. Nobody's is, but it's, it's great. But I went through all of the things that nobody wants to go through. And, um, and I think that it changed my idea of, but of how things work, but Mm -hmm. I don't, but I don't want that. I would love to be, you know, I would love to have nothing else to focus on, but my house and cleaning my house and just, you know, making sure, you know, Andy's happy 24 yeah. seven, you know, I would love to breathe and not, not but you, my bills, you know, but you can't because but, you have the fear that he's going to leave. No, he's going to leave or bills. Yeah. Or, I mean, well, yeah. no, because you don't want to get, you don't want to, you don't want to become that vulnerable because it comes down to vulnerability because here's the thing, like, you know, when, like when my wife quit her job and then we got in an argument over something really dumb and then we had a conversation later, she's like, man, I've never felt so vulnerable because I've been my entire life from the time I was 16 to now I've always had a job. I've always had my own money. And now like she was like, you know, I'm fucking trapped. I mean, she has her own business that she's starting and she's starting to build her own money because I want her to be independent and free, choose her own hours, not work for quote unquote, the man, whatever. But it was that feeling of vulnerability. And I said, listen, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm not like – because she's had other people walk out or just out on the blue. She's been cheated on, et cetera, et cetera. You know? And people just wound up saying, oh, I love you, baby. You're the one for me. We're going to be together eternity. And that's why and we're then, forced. And then she, yeah, because we have men that yeah. we think have us and that are going to support us and help us take care of our families. And they don't. So that's why we have to step up because fuck that. We're going to have to take care of it eventually. Because as before, if you had a family and if you didn't take care of your family, other men shunned you. Oh, but that doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen anymore because we don't, because it's, you know, we're all toxic kings now and we're all like, you know, fuck the bitch. She can take care of herself. Right. Because that's what she wants. That's what she's fighting for. Yeah. So much money. He didn't help me take care of my kids at all. I had no other choice. Like with Shay, times I was working three jobs. He cut off their health insurance. He might have paid his little tiny child support, but he damn sure wasn't paying for medical or any other expenses. So three children I raised on my own because he wouldn't do, he wouldn't help. He wouldn't do anything. So he cut off and he was a narcissist. So I didn't, I didn't want to take him to court because I didn't want to deal with his bullshit, his lies, his manipulation. So I just did what I had to do to raise my kids because I don't want to deal with him. And that's what most women are doing. Yeah. yeah, and we're, there's we're put in that position. That's the answer to your question. My society, it, it's, yeah. and well, it's it's and it's women our age. Okay, so I'm 50. Jamie is mm-hmm. 51. I'll be, I'll be, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, well, I'm sorry. Skirt, 41, skirt. 41, 41. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Um, I was like, so, damn. Okay, so I have four Not kids. Is dropped. I have four kids. <laughs> Jamie has. I have four, but the three okay. with Teen. my the first right. husband kind so, of helped. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have I have four kids. Three of them are daughters. They yeah. they saw. So think of all of the think of all of the women out there. Um, so I'm Gen X, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I'm so, a and there's a whole conversation about Gen X and you know being the and and the problems that Gen Xers. Uh, Gen X women face we're like the forgotten you know generation and whatever mm-hmm. and whatever so what about how did our kids come out of that 
Um, so they came out with a different set of, of thoughts. Um, they had to because yes. they saw us. So our, specifically our daughters came out with a different set of thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if you go down that, down that, um, we, we evolved as we grew up, Jamie and I, as we grew up and grew through yep. the things that we went through and the specific men that we encountered, um, who mostly came from our generation as well. So Gen X men, right? So happening for a long time. Of course, yeah. yeah. So going through going through all of that and the specific men that we encountered and um, all of that changed the way we thought about things and the way we thought about how we did things. So we did things that we had to do because we didn't have a choice. But in our children, yeah, our children, whether we wanted them to or not, and however we tried to mitigate that, they still saw that and it formed how they thought. So I think some of that, you know, Mike's right. It's societal. It's, it's whatever we did, what we had to do. Our children witnessed whatever. And there's so many, so many people like me and Jamie out there. I don't even, I wouldn't even be able to count that, um, that, that, and their children were affected. And so it started a new thing. Then add on to that, all of the differences in dating and, and, and all the things well, in today's world. Well, yeah. Then well, you just have a son. whole new thought process. It was, re- well, it's even my son. And women and men in general. It's yeah. yeah. It, well, it's really simple because what happened is, is when women went to the workforce, yeah, they gain the ability to work jobs and things of that nature. But then what happens is, is when, you know, you go to in front of a divorce lawyer, now it's not like the man's responsibility to take care of his family anymore. It goes down to nope. 50-50. Oh, you know, you both make relatively similar. Yes, maybe she makes 10 grand less a year than he does, but it's a sliding scale. So, you know, child support is 50-50. You know, especially in the state of Florida, it's a sliding scale. It's just whatever the income is added together, wherever the scale falls, that's how much child support is. But if you get 50-50 custody, there is no child support. And there's, a, it you is, know, like my ex-husband was supposed to carry health yeah. insurance and he cut it off. So I have probably about $200,000 mm-hmm. out of pocket yeah. with medical bills that my ex never paid me for. Not to mention, I never took him back for an increase. None of that because I knew the bullshit I was going to have to deal with. So fuck it. I might as well just stand up, take care of myself. And even my boys, my boys have been affected um, because they saw, you know, mom working. So my my oldest son is married to a very, very, very strong woman. This woman doesn't take any shit. She works 80 freaking hours a week because her she herself was taught that she had to bust her ass. And and now my sons are attracted to strong women, too. They don't want to have to. You know, the most depressing thing that I hear because I have a a daughter and that's my only child and then I have a stepdaughter. They're both in their 20s, and both of them said, I do not want children. Yep, my kids are the same way. They both said they want to focus on their career, which if that trends out, we will die as a species. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both of my youngest girls are like that. See the. I have one out of four that my my youngest daughter has – she's pregnant with her second. Yeah. Yeah. So like – you know, and there's still some people that, 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 you know, I've seen a big movement on like going back to homesteading, you know, and there's a whole like women's group for that, where it's all about, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of the family, like traditional values, that type of situation. I think where the problem came in, and this is just my speculation, is the inequality in the justice system. Because back in the day, when a woman was suffering from domestic abuse in the household from the man, he'd go, he'd leave work, go to the pub, get drunk, come home, beat on his wife. She would call the cops. Cops would show up and they'd say, listen, if you don't want to get smacked around, don't do whatever you're doing. And they yeah. would leave. They that's what I that. think it started. Yep. That's where I think it started. And I think that never got fixed because it's like making people socially responsible. Like slavery is another great example how it's fucking terrible. It's fucking awful. But if you look at the time period before emancipation and right after emancipation, like 30 years after emancipation, the people that were freed were treated way worse as far as their rights and their qualities. Because when you were owned, like, you know, if you go out and shoot your cattle, you go to jail for animal abuse. Same thing happened with slaves. If you didn't feed them, take care of them, house them, even it was atrocious. But then what happened is as soon as they got free, what they did is they put them back on the plots of land they were working. They're like, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars to harvest this plot. And then indentured servants. Exactly. They never paid off the debt. They get sick. They get kicked off the land. They get another person and take care of it. And they're, they're it's, it was worse. 
for those couple of years. And now they're trying to, you know, it's, it's trying to become equality, but it's so hard to regulate that. It's society that needs to come up. And so the big thing is, and like right now, what bothers me is that all the feminists have disappeared with these transgender men coming in and stealing all the thunder from women for all the shit they've worked for. And they're all just being quiet all because a man put on a wig and shaved his beard. So like that's kind of where I, I you know, that's where I kind of stand on it. I just think that it's it's if you want to get paid more, if you fight for it because someone will pay for it because there's so many amazing women throughout history that have outshone men and they've had positions of power, and it's all up to the individual. All right, on that on that point, real quick, we yeah. got to wrap it up here in a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. who do you think is the most influential woman in United States history? Mm. I'm gonna go with Sacagawea. <laughs> maybe Joan of Arc that's, that's, that's way out there I think it would be uh, Michelle Obama I think it would be Maria, Cur- Maria Curry because she invented Rosa Parks because she invented the x-ray equipment how about Rosa Parks Rosa Parks yeah. Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. how about Brad you take us out my mom she's the most influential person how about Shay and I <laughs> There you go. There you hey, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, thanks for uh, coming on, coming to the show today. We really appreciate having you guys on. Um, Sorry, uh, I'm so opinionated. So. <laughs> we're used to it. Shocker. Such a, um, but I don't, I don't, mean, I don't mean to be an if asshole. You have a, it just a comes strong out opinion. If you like arguing with Mikey, just go to our socials at the Daily BM on Instagram and uh, Facebook. You can also go uh, visit us somewhere on the Tiki Talk and Tweet Machine at underscore the Daily BM. Head to the website, dailybf.com. Check us out there, too, as well. we got some shit over there. Uh, guys, got anything before we get out of here? I, I want to end it on something after Eric says something. Uh, All, right. All right, sweet. I'm going, uh, with, I'm going with RBG, by the way. R-R-G-B. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Yep, yep. All right. Good one. All right. Robin Givens, very nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what you got for us before we go? Uh, don't forget, check out our internet machine on Instagram. Follow us and listen for a keyword coming up. And we're giving away Bucks tickets. Yeah, we're giving away Bucks tickets. (laughs) I got got you on that one. Don't forget, we got the two free Bucks tickets. Um, The quality. The the code word for the day is... Equality. Equality. (laughs) Equality. Just remember that. Just DM us on on Instagram. You have to be following us in order to be entered into it, and you'll win two free Bucks tickets to a home game in Tampa Stadium. Um, Anyway, Mikey, what do you want to finish with, So my final statement is, is my message to the masses is be who you want to be, do what you want to do, and fight for what's yours. So whatever you want to do, don't sit around and wait for someone else to give it to you. Go out there and get it. That's it. I like it. Bingo. And with that, fuck off, defecators. We're out of here. See you on the flip side. (laughs) See you. See you. Bye.